Welcome into the Marvel Stuff Podcast. We just watched a good old Marvel film called Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. What, what you got there, Coach? I, I just realized it's called Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium. I, I know, right? calling it just Ant-Man Quantumanium. All right. We watched it. And she is in it a lot, a ton. I'm not quite sure why her name was... Uh, to keep the thing going from the second one, I think, because uh, it was Eight Men and the Wasp. It wasn't like a second line, so I guess that's the really the only reason why she should be included in the title. But yeah, well. she's in it, so that's good. Um, yeah, the movie, the movie's it, it, it goes. It's got some stuff. Um, like I said, she's not in a ton. There, there's sort of two storylines going on once they're in there, and uh, I think the Ant Man one to me is the more interesting one. Although, I guess you get more backstory with following, uh... Oh, God, what's the mom's name? Uh, Janet. Janet. Yeah, I think you get some cool backstory there, so... There's some good stuff going on in the two stories. I'd say, which one did you prefer being a part of? Yeah, uh, I had more fun sticking with uh, with Ant-Man and his daughter in the Quantum Realm, I will say. I mean, I, I don't know if you want to call it a split. They split apart. There's two yeah. different groups. It's really not the end of the world that you know that. I think you can even kind of tell... But yeah, it's it's got some stuff. Um, I don't know how do you, uh, let, what do we feel like do about Ant Man's performance? I still like I like Paul Rudd. I still think he's good. Yep. I think if, you, if we're just listing characters, I think Ant Man does good. Wasp isn't in it enough to be annoying like she usually is. She's like okay. I think that was very intentional. I think they realized that people were not like super high on Wasp, so uh, less is more with that character. And uh, I think she played pretty well in this yeah. movie for that reason. I don't love Cassie compared to some of the other young Avengers we've met. So we'll, we'll, you know, obviously in the spoilers we'll break that down more. But she's not my favorite young Avenger, but I didn't dislike her. Hank is Hank. I still, you know, he's a little less cantankerous. I liked Hank a little bit more in this one, I will say. Uh, Michael Douglas clearly lost a little bit of weight. He got to do one or cool, one or two super cool things, I will say. So yeah. I, I like I like Hank in this one. Got some. God. What do you think of the quantum quantum realm itself? Now we actually get to explore. It, we get to see the rules. Oh man, it, we're doing spoiler free, so I don't want to say all the things I'm actually feeling about the quantum realm. But it's um it maybe a bit derivative. I won't say of what, but it is a tad derivative. It definitely has some things that are like super original and very cool. True. Like legitimately, oh, I'd never even thought of that. And then other things where you're like. What's the passcode? One eight one seven. It's like, why would it be numbers? You're in the quantum realm. Why is nothing? So like, some things are really cool and original. Others are like copy and pasted. Some things are like not science fiction at all. And you're like, I don't understand how that works. Um, you always uh, find it weird when you find like human-like characters, right? In places that like, aren't actually humans. It's it's okay. pretty odd. Yeah, I will say that uh, there's a language barrier that's overcome in a pretty cool way. Yeah, that was one of the cool. better parts of the movie, I would say. That's a cool scene. Yeah. Overall, yeah, I think. I think the quantum realm, like the movie, is is pretty mid. It's not my favorite world building that's ever existed. Yeah, me either. Uh, well, I guess at this point we can do a one-word spoiler-free spoiler. <laughs> Seems counterintuitive, but I'm going to go with uh, Jawas. Jawas. That's funny. That is funny. And it harkens to our, our previous point a little bit. Um, I'm going to go with Dick, which... Uh, <laughs> Yep. Ultimately, I guess that's another thing we could talk about real quick. That's like the only good joke, really, the whole movie, right? I can't think of like a it's lot of funny movies. It's not super funny like the other Ant-Man movies, which uh, I've said, you and I both said in previous episodes that like the humor is really what keeps us going with this Ant-Man franchise, and 
it wasn't ever present in this one, that's for sure. Yeah, I guess I can't, like you said, I can't decide where it ranks in my Ant-Man's, because it's definitely the least funny, but there's other things I like about it more. It's hard to suck worse than Ghost, though. But it's like, it's really not funny, which is sort of disappointing. There's a couple, like, funny things, for the most part. It's not funny at all. Um, But Dick, Dick's a good one. Modoc, we didn't hit on him, but he's fine. It's a little more humor than I thought. I think he's like he's the only thing that's really. Well, I think looking the way Modoc looks and the way they used him in the Hulu TV show and like how he just kind of over his overall vibe is just it's hard to do without it being funny. So I'm glad they leaned into it because I could not have taken him seriously looking like that. Yeah, no. So that's you know he plays his role. Um, before we continue and we give any final regular, like the last person we need to talk about that I think is a lot of people reason the only people blah blah blah. blah, blah for a lot of people, it's the only reason they're going to watch this, and yep. that's Kang. Uh-huh. Um, that's the only thing, I, and I think he does great. I think it's awesome. I think he sets up an awesome future villain. So I think for no other reason, like the actual movie itself is like is going to, I've already said it, it's mid. Yep. But I think Kang is an excellent villain, setting up to be a really, really excellent long-term villain. Yeah, Jonathan Majors absolutely just killed this movie he's uh the highlight without even there's barely a close second place i think michelle pfeiffer did pretty good with the with the uh with the scenes that she had but yeah jonathan majors just he ate every scene he was in he's um he's just all powerful and it's it's really cool to kind of uh adventure into his psyche a little bit more because the one we saw in loki was very much like uh uh, just kind of like a yeah, so you can tell this is this is a very different different Kang. This is a very dangerous Kang. Um, so like, yeah, that's it's very cool. But like this Kang is different. So you realize that like all the variants are different, and this is a very dangerous variant. Yes, this variant uh, definitely better than the other one, and uh, can't wait to see more. We know there's more coming because the Kang Dynasty is coming up. So uh, you know, keep it rolling, Jonathan Majors. Uh, I gotta give nothing but respect to him on that. Now, I think, comes the time for the symbiote-covered Rings of the Eternals cast by, covered in spider webs and symbiotes. Um, yep. I don't know what the rest of them are, but it's okay. We're still going. we got to rate it out of 10. Uh, the joke's not funny, but, I mean, yeah, we say mid, so it's like, how mid is it in terms of Shang-Chi, Rings of Spider stuff? Um, Again, we, I'm grading this on a curve of just superhero movies. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say five. Oh, coach, you took the words right out of my mouth. I thought I was gonna upset you with it. Five out of five. Scenes pretty perfect, which is kind of a bummer because we've done these uh, spoiler freezes quite a few times, and the only other one that ranked lower than that was good old Morbius. I would say. <laughs> Actually, I know for a fact that that's the only one that's rated lower on the spoiler-free yeah, episodes. I'm trying, done. I'm trying to be more harsh. I'm trying to be more harsh because I'm thinking about the whole MCU in general. I can't just have a bunch of six and sevens. So that's the problem. You have three. to make cuts where they're in like a five. Just ask Jim Jeffries. Five is fine. It's average. He's got all. I'm a five. <laughs> all his teeth are there. They're just not straight. That's exactly how this movie feels. It's a five yeah. out of ten. You know, it's it's better than some Marvel movies. It's worse than others. It's worth watching for one reason and one reason only. You got, you have to see this. You, I don't think the rest of the MCU will make sense if you don't watch this movie and you don't get what this Kang is. Because I believe he's the Kang we're going to see going forward. So it's very important you know this Kang. You understand his backstory. So you have to watch it. 
but it's just it's kind of long and it's not yeah. the most fun movie. I will say that I'm I'm a big proprietor of movie theaters. I love them dearly. It's how I spend a lot of my free time when I'm not hanging out with the fam. I I've I've loved it since I was a kid, but I will say this one's just you don't have to watch this one in the theater. I'll I'll come yeah, out and yeah, say yeah. it. You can definitely just wait and watch it at home. Watch it on Disney Plus, man. If you held out and you're like, I'm not gonna go see Wakanda Forever, then you made the wrong choice. You got to keep holding out because the like Wakanda Forever was twice as good as this movie. Easy. Yep. No, that's definitely true. But I think as a start to to um you know phase five phase five, like I think it sets up what's about to be really cool. It just happens to be in a relatively boring movie, but I don't think that impacts my excitement for Guardians or anything else. I got to give it up for uh, for the fact that they did they did take a big swing though. They had Paul Rudd, who's C list Avenger, and had him face the biggest threat that we've got coming on, and that was the true introduction to this character, really, other than his small part in Loki. And I think that I think it was it was pretty well played out as far as that was concerned. Yep, yep. There are two uh, two post credits, one mid, one end. We're not going to get into what they are until tomorrow, but just know that if you show up... It's more exciting than ants playing the drum. You might see a familiar face. They're both worth watching. Yes. Um, Yeah, that's all I got to say. That's all I got to say, too. So thank you guys for listening. The full review episode will be out tomorrow night sometime. And uh, thanks for tuning in for another fun week on the Marvel Stuff Podcast. We love you. Like, subscribe, rate five stars, all that good stuff. And uh, talk to you tomorrow. Good job,